everybody, what's up? Welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And this week, we're doing something similar to last week. Also, it's a, you know, we got a little combo going. We got Can something up it? last week. We, we got, got a streak. This week. Next week, we already have something lined up. Aw, dang. Now, I'm not going to say that we won't take a gap after that, but, you know, certainly we were going to try our best to, to get the episodes out like we... Can you believe uh, we used to do this literally every week? Yeah, man. I, I, you know, it's still not too bad. I, I want to get back to that one day. It'd be great. It'd be so great. Uh, and but, hopefully soon enough we will be able to. But uh, like I said, this one is going to be kind of like last week where we have a, a question. Uh-huh. And we got a couple of answers to the question this week each. All right. uh, this is going to be a pretty fun one. Brandon, do you want to tell them what the question posed is? No, I'll let you do that. Okay. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, essentially, the question is properties that we would really enjoy being translated into an anime. Mm-hmm. Now, this it doesn't necessarily have to be just an American property. It doesn't have to be a book or a TV show. It's just a property that we like that we would like to see be converted into an anime or get its own anime run. Hey. And... Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun thinking about this one. I had a lot of fun writing my answer out. Once again, I had scripted something like I did last week, so hopefully it goes a little bit better than it did. I got a couple um, notes. And, uh, yeah, I got a note or two. I got a couple of honorable mentions. But, Brandon, I went first last week. Okay. So, uh, you go first this week. We're going to do right. two each. So one, uh, one, one? Yep. Okay. So we're going to go back and forth. This, and I will go first. Um I'll tell you, when I was thinking about this question, there are a few things that sprung to mind, one of which I thought I would have bet money that my good buddy Roger would have picked one of these. (laughs) He's literally wearing the shirt right now as I'm talking to you and looking at his chest. It's true. We will get to that later. I'll talk about it in honorable mentions. But I went with something that is similar to that, and again, we'll find out later. But mine is... The work of one Miss Janelle Monet, specifically her Metropolis series. Now, if you're not familiar with Janelle Monet, shame on you. Shame on you. She's amazing. Uh, one of my favorite artists ever. She is a singer, actor, raptor. Uh, uh, sorry, raptor. She's a singer, actor, rapper. She's an actual fucking dinosaur. She's a literal dinosaur. No, she's a badass lady. Uh, check out her. Check her out on Spoofy. Check out her film. She's in Hidden Figures. She's in Moonlight. She's in that Antebellum thing, which I heard was one not super great and two i don't think i could handle it i can't be oh it's too much anyway she's rad as hell a little bit about uh janelle monet to start kansas born mother was a maid uh, uh, mother is a maid or was a maid uh father was a truck driver um she actually kind of works that into her act she will very often see her uh dressed as she's performing in these like black slacks black vest white shirt with these like black and white shoes all black and white like a maid she's actually said she doesn't make music for kings and queens she makes pe- music for regular people and that's kind of a way to honor her mom who had to work as a maid and a janitor all these years to support her family uh furthermore she after high school studied musical theater in new york but ended up dropping out because she was afraid that her sound would end up being you know too close to everybody else ended up in atlanta started making music selling music out of the back of her mitsubishi damn girl you struggled but she was making it work and eventually she would uh get involved with some other artists uh, notably she got with big boy of outcast was a member of the purple ribbon all-stars appeared on outcast Idlewild album ended up getting a, a signed to bad boy records and all this stuff and finally would release a number of albums including metropolis the chase suite which is like part one basically 
Later on, albums like The Ark Android, The Electric Lady, Dirty Computer was really huge a couple years ago. I love Janelle Monet and her music. So let's talk about these music and how this music and how I think it would work. These albums are great if you listen to them as just albums. But if you go a little bit deeper, think about it and look at the lyrics and whatnot, you'll see that they're actually telling the story. Uh, specifically one of an android named Cindy Mayweather, who finds herself at odds with the ruling class of humans after she falls in love with a human and is marked for disassembly. And so she is on the run. She flees and discovers eventually that she is apparently this faded figure who is destined to free the androids and unite the races. It's literally, like, obviously, it takes a pretty obvious influence from the movie Metropolis. A Der by yeah. Fritz Lang. Um, silent film back in the day. Does like, it have anything to do with the anime Metropolis? There is an anime Metropolis. Which actually is full of robots and stuff. Yeah. That, well, that's also based on Metropolis. Okay. It's literally so, Metropolis. Okay. And it has that great... Uh, so what uh, you're saying is you pick something that was... No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a totally different thing. This is a different thing. It is definitely inspired by, but it's also, I mean, not unlike... It's also inspired by... It's okay, by, dude. One of my picks has a little gray area can you there. chill? So. Hey, it's also on. inspired by Philip K. Dick's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sleep and this and that. Basically, you have the story of this uh, messianic figure who then has to come back, and she goes by many names. She's the arc android. She's the electric lady. She's this and that. The albums are rad. They have this funky, funky music. It's so good. There's little skits in between where you hear people talking about it. They're like... Uh, it's like androids... Uh, Chilling at the at the barbershop, getting the chrome shined up. You know why we got to get it shined up? Because it don't shine by itself, baby. Whoo! That kind of shit. It's rad. It's all these little skits and stuff that go into it. It's a lot of fun. Um, point is, we basically already have the story. There you go. Plus, it's a musical, baby, featuring such a. a, a she also does music with several other uh, prominent artists, such as Prince and Erica Badu, have appeared on her albums. The shit's rad. If you've never heard any of this, you got to check it out. It's a good, good time. But, yeah, I mean, she calls it Metropolis. Metropolis is already a thing. This one's a little bit different is the point. But it's all kind of loosely based on the same thing? Is that what you're... Eh, kind of. Okay. That's I mean, all I was saying earlier, dude, is that I have a little bit of gray area in one of mine. It's certainly inspired sure. by. Um, you know, there's... She she has several different inspirations, including she lists uh, Fritz Lang Metropolis, Philip K. Dick's Android's Dream of Electric Sleep, uh, Sheep, excuse me, of Electric Sheep. You got, uh, she also calls like, you know, Stevie Wonder's an inspiration, David Bowie, Salvador Dali, freaking Walt Disney. It's all these different things. She just takes all this stuff and mixes it together and makes her own little world, and it's rad. And make a hell of a show if it ever got created or a movie or anything. I mean, she already has like a lot of her, like roughly half of her music videos are in this world and are showing you stuff that happens in the story or whatever. I wonder if I'll be able to clip any of it to the episode. I don't know. That would be something. Mm. If you do, try to get a clip of Queen in there because Queen is rad. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, beyond that, uh, Janelle Monet's just whole like cosmology really interests me. Basically, we're talking about a openly pansexual black woman and without going into a whole thing about it without a lot of hard work dedication and let's just say it luck she's not gonna have the same opportunities as every anybody everybody just living you know what i'm saying she had to work for her stuff and she did and she's got it um and good honor but beyond that the whole thing about the series is she she calls herself an android like literally and she calls other people anyone who's ever felt like they are an other this is the new other. You're an android. 
And so, you know, that's that's kind of like where she's coming from and whatnot with her whole philosophy and stuff. It's really rad. Um, it's just a good time. Other than that, like going into the actual like, would what? Why do I want this to be an anime or whatever? I mean, I want pretty much everything to be an anime but this one in particular i think would be badass just based on the story based on the stuff we've already got plus we got some production companies who are already kind of in the stuff we talked about uh me and you when we were talking earlier said production ig of course they did like all the uh uh, uh what the i just ghost lost it ghost shell? in the shell ghost in the shell series uh my personal favorite of course being um standalone complex mm -hmm. it's already androids and robots baby it ain't that big of a leap yeah. Uh, furthermore, I thought uh, Ma Manglobe was a company that did uh, Michiko and Hatchin, which I think I told you um, not to shade anybody else ever who's done anime. But in terms of like having black and brown people in a show, that show probably did it better than most of the ones I'm seeing. Um, that company no longer exists, but a lot of their people moved over to Gino, who also did Pet, which could work. Uh, Bones... Like, there's a lot of different companies that could take this one and run with it and do stuff. Now, obviously, this is all dream casting and, you know, how I would love to see it happen. Sure. But, man, it'd be sick. And that is basically my first pick. I love me some Janelle Monet. Her whole freaking music oeuvre, putting it all into the stuff, it would be rad. Sounds and that's basically cool, it. my dude. Now, Roger, mm -hmm. what have you got for me? Okay, I'll go on to my first one, and I... Um I will start it off by saying this will be the one. I'll go ahead and get the gray area out of the way. Yeah. But it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, Roger, if I was to Google Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anime, would I find anything about that? What you would find is that there is a, there is a two OVA series called <laughs> Mutant Turtles Superman Legend from 1996. Mm -hmm. um, it's, in my opinion, not all that great. Okay. Um, my point in doing this and writing about Ninja Turtles is that it could be much better than that. Sure. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is an excellent property because it just will not die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's had an impact on multiple generations of children and adults alike, myself included. Sure. Uh, Brandon, not so much. I'm not, not a, a big Ninja fan. Turtles fan. I'm not a huge fan. I had a bunch of the toys as a kid. That's, that's okay. Uh, the first Ninja Turtles movie is literally my all-time favorite movie. And the franchise has the franchise has multiple books and shows, animated and live action uh, iterations here in the states, including six theatrical releases. Little history mm. of the Ninja Turtles. Well, hey, all right. Um, the show focuses on four anthropomorphic turtles. Nailed that word on the first try. Got mutated it. by a mysterious ooze, uh, who are brothers, and through the mentorship and leader of their father Splinter, learn to be ninja teens. Hmm. Uh, early on in the iterations, the uh, they're kind of cut and dry, you know. Uh, turtles fight the evil foot plan led by Shredder and Krang, and then enjoy some pizza at the end of the day. Sure. Uh, once the 2000 series hit, it got a bit deeper with interlocking stories, stronger character work, better animation. Uh, most certainly at this point, onward, uh, onward inspired by anime. Uh, a more angular design, far more expressive faces in motion, uh, and fight scenes that of at this point, with the newest run of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is TMNT, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, it's downright on par with some of the most action-packed and flashy of anime that is recently airing or airing and being praised by us. It mm -hmm. has some wild fight scenes and crazy animation. Now, 
Uh, to touch on that one a little bit, I do like the show. I think it's pretty cool. They switch it around. Raph is the leader. Raph is my favorite turtle, right where he should be. Um, I don't care for the like the designs, particularly. Um, mostly of the Ninja Turtles, you know, I, a lot of people were very upset because they made April and L Black. Let me be clear. That does not bother me. I do not care. Mm. Uh, but the actual design of the turtles with like their snaggle teeth and Donatello has a weird, it's not like a dome head. It's like a cylindrical dome almost weird, like Mojo Jojo or something. I mean, um, I, I just don't like the design. That, that's all there is to it. I like the show, just not the design. I guess. Um, I don't have an opinion, really. But with the way that the, you know, like, I'll, I'll throw up some, you know, for the YouTube version, I'll throw up some flashy fight scenes and stuff going on in there. So you can see just how fluid and cool the animation is for the show. Design the side. Um, at the heart of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the brotherhood of the show. Uh, what it is like having siblings or a sibling, even. Uh, I have two myself, and the show on that aspect is heartfelt, fun, and accurate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't shy away from the bad either. Arguments, jealousy, and the fear of losing one another uh, is all addressed throughout the shows and movies. Uh, TMNT is more powerful, especially to the youth watching it, than what I think it has ever gotten credit for. Okay. Um, I think, personally, that it would translate incredibly well to a seasonal shonen anime, with some decent slice of life built in there. Kind of how, you know, like the 2012 CG series ran very smoothly that way. It was a really fun show that I, I liked it a lot. Wait, wait. It's not, I'm trying to think of, so more like pizza slice of life. That's nothing. Pizza slice of life. You got it. And I, got I actually, nothing. no, I like it, man. That's terrible. Some action packed pizza slice of life. Oh, God. That's pretty freaking good. <laughs> you know what? We're trademarking it. If anybody wants to use that, you owe us money. <laughs> we get paid a nickel every time you say it. Yeah. Terrible. Um, but I want the show itself to, you know, not be... I, I want it to be not nearly as nonstop as My Hero Academia, but, you know, things like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which sure. does the family aspect very well. Uh, I just want it, I want it to be somewhere in between there. Not as action-packed as uh, MHA and not as dark as FMA. Sure. Somewhere in between. Um, put a really good studio uh, behind it. I would choose Bones. I yeah. think I think Bones is a standard. Uh, both of the shows that I talked about above were uh, were were Bones, which is Full Metal Alchemist and My Hero Academia. Mm -hmm. But also they have flashier, higher end stuff like Mob Psycho 100. Not the not the shit on if FMA or MHA. Yeah. Both have very adequate, good animation. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you compare them to Mob Psycho 100 which is also Bones, they're, in my opinion, worlds apart. Mm -hmm. uh, and another good one that they really excelled and has a very unique animation style is Space Dandy as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you could probably mash all that well and get something really good for a Ninja Turtles property mm -hmm. and have a, have a pretty fun anime. And I am certain that it would be a hit. Very cool. Positive that it would be a hit. That's practically money. And now we got the action-packed pizza slice of life. How dare That's you? That's hot money, dude. How dare you? Just We're writing this shit for him. No. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Uh, very interesting. Uh, I again, I'm not a huge. I've never been a big Ninja Turtle guy. They don't. Right. They it's don't okay. look like turtles. They don't look. They it's, have shells. It's fine. They don't dude, look they're like turtles. Anthropomorphic. That's 
Yeah, Z, you messed it up. Almost. That time. No, I, I. You said anthropomorphic. Pomorphic. You yeah. son of a. I got your you ass. Son of a. I bitch. got your dumb ass. Uh, yeah, I guess, man. I never. Also, wasn't the first like it was originally a comic book, right? Yes. And wasn't I remember seeing a thing? I've never read any. Are of you it. talking about the backstory with Daredevil? Well, no, I know that. Yeah, where like they. The whole thing is like they're based on Daredevil or whatever, because yeah. like they they were just fucking around and doing stuff, and then they're like, "Hey, we should make this a thing." But wasn't the first? I remember seeing a thing that was talking about how the original Ninja Turtles comic was like super violent and it's adult. very violent. Oh yeah, and actually, the most current iteration of Ninja Turtles comic book is back to those violent roots. Okay, it's Jesus. Uh, called The Last Ronin. It's it's very sick. It's an old uh, Eastman and Laird story. They are the creators of Ninja Turtles. Sure. Um, they had a breakup for a, a long time. They, you know, they were both uh, pretty much working on the project separately, different things. Uh, but mostly, you saw Kevin Eastman there, yeah. and he did the art. Uh, but they got back together. They dusted this story off because they had always wanted to tell it. They had written it back in the early '90s, I believe, and it's called "The Last Ronin." Mm -hmm. And it's a story where now there is a turtle, and he is an adult, and all three of his brothers are dead. Oh, God. So it's him going to take vengeance for the death of his brothers. Okay. Good that stuff. Sounds pretty rad. Good stuff, man. I got the first two books. Those are the the second one came out last month. It's got to be like Donatello, right? He's the angriest one. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for all anybody. All right, all right. No, Donatello's the, the nerd. Oh, is he? Wait, Raph which, is the angry Raph, one. Raph, yeah, he's the red one, right? Yes. Okay. I don't know this. He's cool but rude. I don't rude. know this stuff. Stop. But Michelangelo. Stop. He's a party, dude. I hate you. All right. Well, I'm going to move on to my second yeah, one Yeah, man. Now. Go ahead. Thanks thanks for uh for throwing some stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad I got the mention last Again, I'm not a huge fan, but I know of the turtle. Sure. And it, we kind of glazed over it. It's hard not to. We kind of glazed over it, but if anyone doesn't know about the whole Daredevil connections, like, uh, you, got, you, got, you got the Foot Clan, and Daredevil fight the hand. Mm -hmm. And Daredevil's master is Stick, and their master is Splinter. Yeah, and they got you know his weapons. And also, stuff. there's right. a whole thing about the ooze going through the crack and yeah, Daredevil yeah. or whatever, and right. that's what the one I the they one just kind of took the little thing and the ran theory, with the it. The theory I saw was that like uh, Daredevil as a kid is walking home and he gets hit by the whatever the like uh, truck coon. Yeah, he gets hit by truck coon. No, it was like like they did in the movie where like it's literally like there's a chemical or something that this forklift hits and like it sprays in his eyes and that's what fucked him up. So in that in this little head can thing, I don't know. Uh, he was walking home with his new pets, these four turtles he just bought. Yeah. And the goo hits them, and they fall in the sewer, and there you go. It's dumb. Anyway, let me move on to my second one, uh, which, listen, I'll tell you right now, this ain't going to make a whole lot of sense. Okay. But don't got to make a whole lot of sense because... It sure does not. I know what I want, and what I want... Baby wants what he wants. Baby wants what he wants. You know what baby wants? Baby wants some super smash Boy, I can, <laughs> I can imagine the logistical nightmare of getting this one together. Dog. But please. Let me tell you. First of all, if anyone somehow doesn't know about Super Smash Brothers, it is a video game series uh, starting back on the Nintendo 64 and going through the different iterations of Nintendo consoles, pretty much all of them at some point, uh, except like the Game Boy, obviously. But um, it's all your favorite Nintendo characters and several of your least favorite and or non-Nintendo characters doing battle and duking it out. Don't you be cracking on Steve. I'm not cracking on Steve. Steve, you know what? <laughs> Steve's all right. Hey, man, I can't think of a more popular game from the past, like, 11 years. Like, when did that come out? 2010? Mm-hmm. 
probably Sounds the most right. influential game of the past decade. Yep. I'll give it to it. Uh, that's fine. Anyway, uh, you got all you care. You got your Mario throwing fireballs. You got your Kirby eating the bad guys. You got Zelda swinging his sword around. You got the princess from Zelda. I don't remember her name, but she's there doing magic. I'm trolling. I'm trolling, baby. Uh, <laughs> but you got the you got the Gandalfs. You got your Gandalfs. He'll you spike got, you right off the stage. You got your Fire Emblems. You got your Banjo Kazooie, Cloud, and Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Mother friggin' Snake from Metal Gear is in there. Snake. Snakes. He's got that long leg. He's got the, <laughs> the long, long leg of snake. Leg of snake anyway, they're all going at it. Now, here's the thing. This is a, particularly look at the last one. The gang's all here. They got all the characters from all the Smash Bros. games and a bunch of new characters, and they're adding them in. Fucking Steve from Minecraft's in there. We already mentioned it. Everybody's doing stuff. They're all, all right. here. They're all here. The gang's all here, and they're they're duking it Several out. Except Waluigi. Fuck Waluigi. He's, a, he's an assist trophy. He'll be fine. Listen, here's the thing, though is as you said logistical nightmare like how do you first of all it's amazing that they managed to get them all on this video game to make yeah. that then into a series it's essentially or a, a a mugen that you can buy over the you can buy yeah. behind a counter yeah it's absolutely outrageous and insane um but here's the thing here's here's the thing and i'll get to the production in a second let's talk let's talk story first okay story first um let's not complicate things i don't need dialogue they don't there's no dialogue in the game you don't buy smash bros for the story mode now don't get me wrong brawl smash bros brawl the third of the series had a pretty decent story it mode. did it's called the subspace em emissary just do that just do that we're not here i'm not here for dialogue and to know the you know ins and outs of these characters lives i just want to see some cool fight scenes so you do it just like that. There's a couple of them having a tournament or whatever. It's Kirby versus uh, Mario, I think, is how the thing actually starts. And you pick one, and you fight, and you win, and there you go. And then all of a sudden, someone attacks, and it's King Koopa or something. I don't know, Bowser's there. Or maybe Ganondorf shows up. Gandalf's there. Whatever. Everybody's fighting. And then they eventually are fighting in their different games and against each other. And then they find a common enemy. In Brawl, it was Taboo, this weird like spirit thingy who's doing stuff. Maybe you throw Master Hand in. Maybe the guy from the new one. He's like a big light thing, and then there's a dark thing. Mm, I don't yeah. remember their names. Anyway, you do something like that. I don't need to get stuck. We don't need to get stuck up on the story because what we're here for is fight scenes, and this is where we get to the production. Here's how your boy wants it done. Okay. Assume I had unlimited money and unlimited influence and could do whatever I wanted. Okay. What studio, Roger, could do the best fight scenes? Mm, studio, the best fight scenes? Yeah, man. Just tell me. I feel like it doesn't matter who you think it is. We're getting all of them. We get a group of characters. <laughs> we get we get a we get an episode. Who does who does Jujutsu Kaisen? Oh, that's a good. I don't know off the top of my oh, head. Oh yeah. But we we're, we're getting everybody. Trigger, you're getting an episode. Production IG, you're getting an episode. Gynax, Bones, Gino, fucking Ghibli wants a slice. Ghibli's getting a pizza slice. All right. Everybody's getting in on here. We mix it up. You guys do this one, you guys do that one. Eventually, we all come together. Whatever, it doesn't matter as long as it gets done because everybody's having their good time and UFO showing table? me how bad it is. You want to get all the Nintendo games and all the Nintendo characters? I want to get all the studios working on this show. It doesn't have to be on the same episode. That would be kind of crazy. But these guys do one. These guys do one. Those guys do one. Maybe at the end of the episode, boom, somebody uh, kicks in the door and there's freaking... I don't know, uh, 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 Marth. Marth just cut through the through the wall, and he's about to fight whoever's next, but he's in a new style because that's the studio who's taking this one next episode. Dang. Shit like that, man. Mix it up, fuck it up, go nuts. 
that's how baby wants yeah now if nintendo has her way we're doing it all in-house and it's going to take 30 years to produce five episodes. You are not wrong, but <laughs> baby gets his way because I'm fan casting here. Damn right. I do dude. whatever I want. I do what the hell I want. That's what <laughs> I want. Anyone who thinks they're a bad enough dude to contribute, if you got if you got if you got the chops. Look, if you got the chops to make you a cool ass fight scene and you want to get in on this action, you get in on this action. And then everybody just goes nuts. Again, it, do, it doesn't even have to be like a full like 30 minute series if you give me one good 15 minute fight scene per episode i'm in you know i would love to see it like the uh the dark tournament from yu yu Hakusho. that would be some shit <laughs> that would be some shit <laughs> just non-stop that yeah man just fill out a full tournament oh. and yeah that'd be fun dude that would be a good time but yes that's what that's what i'm going with for my second pick <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Does it make any sense? No. Not a damn lick. But it do you think that I to, give baby. a damn? Look, look. You're saying you want a show with no dialogue and it's just these different ass video game characters fighting the whole time? Yeah. I want them to at least have their voices. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Charles Martinet's <laughs> in there. Charles Martinet's <laughs> in there and he's like, it's a me. Like, he's doing the shit. And it's going to be great. Call it avant-garde. Call it whatever mm -hmm. you want. I don't care. Just give me the fights. That's all I want. I want to see... Everybody duking it out. Show Kirby's jumping moves. up. Motherfucking. Bye. Yeah, man. Fucking, 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 uh, 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 Kirby, Kirby's floating around and turning into rocks. And then Captain Falcon's kneeing him in the face. And then Mario grabs the smash ball and does the big fireball. Yeah, man. All of it. All of it. <laughs> I love it, dude. It's so dumb, but I, I love it. That man. would be sick, nasty. All yes, right. Would. And that's about it for me. Roger, you have one more to talk about. Then we'll get to the honorable mentions. But yeah. tell me about your second pick. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be a good one. Uh, I think it's going to be, and you might want to pop in and some, say some things here and there, I might, too. I might. Uh, because I imagine that this is one that you like. Because, as uh, a matter of fact, I know that you like it. All right. It is The X-Files. Oh, yes. Uh, this one, to me, is a no-brainer. Yeah. It's not a secret that I love the paranormal. Yes. Ghosts. Aliens, cryptids, you name it. I pretty much love all of it. This guy's a giant fucking nerd. <laughs> Sci-fi, horror, anime hold a special place in my heart. And uh, anything decent always has a passionate and strong following uh, of, of that genre of anime. Yeah, dude. The X-Files itself has 11 seasons, Yeah. a handful of books, two theatrical releases, and an upcoming animated spinoff comedy series that I'm not all that excited for, but I will yeah. give it a shot. Yeah, I don't know about that. You ain't got no Mulder and Scully in it. It's going to be something, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the show itself uh, focuses on Agent and Mulder. If you're not familiar with this show, I'll give you a small breakdown. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it focuses on agents uh, Mulder and Scully mm -hmm. and their investigative efforts to uncover a larger conspiracy within the United States government involving aliens and paranormal happenings around the country and beyond. Mm -hmm. Dana Scully, played by Jillian Anderson, is initially the more reality-focused. I have reality with quotes. She is a uh, absolute gigantic skeptic. Yeah. Uh, focused member of the team, and uh, she's there to help uh, Mulder, David Duchovny, uh, the more paranormal-minded due to his sister being abducted. He's a little the, the true believer. You're talking about Spooky Mulder? Yeah, Spooky Mulder. <laughs> uh, they, they solve strange cases that basically no one else wants because of their outlandish nature. Yes. Uh, admittedly, I did fall off of the show around season five. Mm. Uh, as there are a few turning points uh, and cast members leaving the show who do return later that I just didn't enjoy, 
but for what it's worth, I still loved my time with the show. Yeah, dude. Uh, the attention to the attention to detail and the lore around aliens and cryptids uh, it, that they show in the show is excellent and a great gateway to checking out the stuff for yourself and getting into a whole new world of fun and interesting characters. Uh, the skepticism and true belief dynamic between Mulder and Scully and the chemistry between uh, Duchovny and Anderson are on point and make the whole show so much better. And the writing, for the most part, is on point as well, including having some of the best comedy episodes mashed into a somewhat series uh, serious series. God, yes. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about any of those funny episodes? Do you have any that you like? My in absolute favorites, pretty much anything that Darren Morgan had his hands on. That dude uh, wrote uh, several uh, several episodes, mostly in season three. Yeah, and I think it's four. three. Yeah, he did. Uh, season three has uh, two. My two absolute number one favorites. You got Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose, which is one hilarious and two incredibly heartfelt at the end. And two, you've also got Jose Chung's From Outer Space, which is goddamn amazing. That one has the late, great Alex Trebek in it, God bless him and rest his beautiful soul. Yes, he shows up as a man in black and is je- <laughs> with, with Jesse the body, body Ventura. Yeah. And, the, and they're just like... It's just everything about shit. Everything that I fucking love is in that episode it's of the show. It's so good. The, the show is amazing in and of itself. You've got, like, your conspiracy and, like, you know, mythology episodes that are all about them trying to figure out the deeper conspiracy. And you got your Monster of the Week ones, which is just like, this is the one the about the Wolfman. The Fluke Monster, The Fluke Man. Darren Morgan was the Fluke Man. Yeah. And then they brought, his brother was riding. They were like, we need someone to wear this dumbass suit. They popped him in there. And then he was, was like. gross, too. Yeah, it was horrible. And then he's like, I got some ideas. And then he wrote some of the best episodes this show's ever had. It's just great, man. Yeah, oh. uh, I think that it would translate uh, translate really well as we're starting to see more and more anime come out in the more psychological sci-fi horror genre. Yeah, dude. Um, shows like The Promised Neverland, mm. Wouldn't They Cry Gal, getting its you know its new season. Yeah, dude. Uh, Pet yeah. and Jujutsu Kaisen all come to mind. Uh, I'd love to see the X Files done by Production IG. Mm. It just makes so much sense for them to do it. Yeah, dude. Uh, they they did other shows that would slot in uh, with the way that I would love to see this one look and go. Mm-hmm. So shows such as Psychopaths, Ghost in a Shell, and Eden of the East. Yeah, dude. Uh, perfect, you know, perfect basis to build to stylize the show around. And man, I would watch the hell. I we would we would do Good Buddies weekly review. <laughs> of the new X-Files episodes, if they ever did an X-Files anime. If that happened, yeah. You, you can put sick. our stamp on it right now. Yeah, we, man. The podcast can be done. Me and Brandon can no longer be friends, and we're going to get back together, and we're going to record those episodes because we made the, a promise. The news will break. Oh, man, <laughs> uh, can you believe uh, Studio IG is going to make an X-Files anime? And then I'm just, like, looking at the TV in disbelief. My My phone inside of my head rings. I flick my ear to answer it, and I just hear Roger. We're getting the team back together. It's time. It's time. <laughs> that is how it would go down exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the uh, year like 2070 whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think it would make an excellent anime. I really do. That would be sick, man. Uh, I, I will say um, you mentioned a lot of shows that uh, are kind of in the same vein. 
Um, I don't know if you had Inspector in there. That was pretty close. Oh, no, um, I did not. That's actually really good. There's another one this this season, ongoing right now, that I admittedly fell off of, but I think a lot of folks would be into it, called Other Side Picnic. Okay. That uh, deals a lot with jam- uh, like folklore and stuff. I actually uh, was listening to another podcast earlier today, and they were talking about some Japanese folklore. We're talking about it in the ramble. But one of the creatures they talked about is in that show, and I was like, oh, shit, that's what that is. It's really cool. Uh, check those out, maybe. But yes, if an X Files thing's happened, God, that'd yeah. be sick. It'd be great. Uh, Brandon, do you want to do you want to hit some honorable mentions? I got three honorable mentions. Here. I got a couple. I won't spend a whole lot of time on them. I'll start with the one that uh, I would have sworn to God that okay. my good buddy Roger would have gone with, uh, because I said like I wanted I, the you know Janelle Monae does her uh, her does her universe within her music and stuff. Well, you know another band that did that and then made books and comics about it is Coheed and Cambria exactly. with the Amory Wars. Yep. Uh, you are literally wearing a Coheed and Cambria I shirt sure the right fuck now. Am. It's shocking to me you didn't go with it, um, but I can see why. You know, it's, yeah. it's not as big as well-known yeah. thing. Maybe. Yeah, you know, I'm not here to spread a new property. Yeah, or anything. I picked things that I knew that people would know, and that people I thought could relate to the fact that hey, yeah, actually, I do think that'd be pretty cool. Stuff that people could, you know, go and throw, hit up the comments and throw their own insight and what they think that the show should be like. Now, I get what you're saying, but Now, you, I'm not shitting on your ideas. I'm, are you, are you, do you expect me to believe, though, that if freaking the, 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 the company that did like original Berserk jumped up and like, hey, we're going to do this Amory Wars thing. Here's our uh, demo of fucking, uh, what's his, what's his name? The, the, the brother, the one who has his own shit. But he's like, uh, oh, God damn it. I can't remember the names now. Jesse? Is that isn't it, the prize fighter? Yeah, whatever. Jesse? Yeah, here's our here's I didn't our know demo what you were that, talking about at first. Yes, yes here's, here's our demo of that guy whipping some ass. It's like just him beating the shit out of people. Jesse, bad boy, stop. <laughs> just come look at what your brother did. Jesus, there you go. Brother anyway, Cody and Cambry is great. You should check it out. Jesse, you you're telling me if they, if they they put on a freaking demo reel, it's like here's some ships flying and people shooting each other and dudes beating the shit out of each other. To the tune of that, oh, 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 oh yeah, Manuel Jackman. Oh, you, you, you'd kill for it. Oh, you'd dude, no, I it. absolutely would love it. I would love to see a good, and I would take any sort of animated Amory Wars you. property. You know, Cohen and Cambria, I, they are a well-known band. Uh, yeah, but they could always be more. They could always be more. Do you want to go back and forth on all of our mentions? You want sure, man. I'll, I'll take one right now. Go for it. I think a good slice of life, a decent. A decent show that I would definitely check out. A little weird, but I would definitely check out would be Hey Arnold, the anime. <laughs> hey Arnold would be some shit. I love Hey Arnold. Me I too. Can't, I legitimately can't think of any show from like that era of cartoons um, that had the same level of humor and also a really well-maintained continuity yeah. than Hey Arnold. It's very, very good. Also, a crippling level of realism to, oh, yeah. to the show, really. The show was rad. And the people. Uh, you know, I, hey, Arnold, I often attribute to, like, you know, I watch, I grew up in the country town with a, fa- a bunch of family that were not so great at teaching children how you should be a great person. Sure. Um, and Hey, Arnold was one of the shows that really helped me realize, hey, uh, I like it better hear than what is described to me you know like i was able to understand things better and i think that was part of the goal of hey arnold very cool um and hey arnold itself i've always wanted to i had mentioned this before i've always wanted to dabble into doing some uh some more reporting journalistic style takes on different 
cartoons and stuff from from mm-hmm. the West and kind of do something on on YouTube with it. And maybe one day I will be able to do something like that. But Hey Arnold would be at the top of the list to do that. Yeah, dude. Uh, because I feel like I could write really well and express how I felt and which episodes of Hey Arnold were really meaningful to me, uh, especially in like I can even think about the 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 treatment of animals and stuff on there. Oh, you yeah. remember that episode with the turtle dude? Yeah, dude. God Where damn, they tried it's to save the turtle and whatnot, yeah. and they got him out. Yeah, that fucking turtle was that. You know that that changed gra- my life, dude. Grandma was like, "We're doing this shit," and they're just putting on the fucking uh, uh, the black sweaters and the ski caps and shit. I oh. never felt the same. The way they draw that fucking turtle, and it looks so goddamn sad. It looks incredibly sad. That's <laughs> sad ass. And now every animal that I see, like, oh my god, it's sad. Oh baby. So you know you you can thank that dude for being part of a major aspect of my life currently. There you go. Uh, but yeah, hey Arnold, the anime. I'd, Give I'd it to me, it. baby. Give it, it to me. Uh, I've got a couple here. I'm gonna put like three of these into one thing just because they're all very similar. Uh, there's a number of podcasts I listen to that are people playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and shit. So I'm just gonna name a few of them here. Uh, Adventure Zone obviously is all actually I think already getting an animated series. So done. Um. There's one called Not Another D&D Podcast, which is absolutely hilarious. All the characters are funny, and the people who uh, play them, like, the level of just them interacting with each other and bouncing off of each other's ideas and stuff is absolutely gold. It Like, it's shocking that it's not more of it isn't written than already is. And lastly, uh, maybe my personal favorite right now, there's one called Dungeons and Daddies, which is not, not a BDSM podcast. I love it. <laughs> which is about a group of four dads who while taking their sons to uh soccer practice are sucked into a portal and end up in dungeons and dragons world and now this one's a barbarian this one's a druid you telling me these soccer dads were isekai yes they literally got isekai they were driving a honda odyssey they get they end up having to magic (laughs) they have to magic up the honda odyssey and when they do they're like okay so the way it works now is it'll move as long as you continue to pump it with uh like you know positivity so I got to, like, talk to it? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you're doing great, Honda. Love you. He's like, no, no, that, that's not how it works. The One of the guys uh, is Freddie Wong, uh, who is absolutely hilarious. And he says, no, 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 You're doing it wrong, man. This is a Honda Odyssey. You got to speak Japanese to it. So he does. And then the fucking Odyssey, like, blushes because it's a schoolgirl and then starts moving. It's so fucking stupid. They call her Honda Odyssey-san. It's fucking incredible. Um, the shit's dumb as hell. And it's amazing. It's funny as fuck. My favorite bit, I'll give one, one, one more quick bit from it, is they get a, there's a bit where like they have their cell phones and every time they want to use the phone, they have to roll a dice to see if they have any battery left. So one of them gets a phone call out of nowhere and he's like, uh, weird, what does it say? And the DM's like, uh, unknown, DM by the way is Anthony Birch, who if you've ever seen Hey Ash, What You Playing or played uh, Borderlands 2 or up, he wrote for those. He's fucking incredible. Dude's hilarious. Um, but they get a phone call and he's like, uh, yeah, it's a unknown call. He's like, does it say scam likely? Like just joking. He's like, yeah, it does. It says scam likely. He's like, all right, I'll answer it. I'll, I'll, I'll swing for it. Whatever. Bloop. Hello. Hello. It's me. Scam likely. Oh, would you be interested in my tricks and japes? And all of a sudden they've made this new character, a new character named scam likely who throughout the show pops up again to try and trick them out of their money or get them to do something. It's fucking amazing. Then Here's a minor spoiler. The motherfucker ends up like switching his uh, alignment at some point, and in now, rather than being a chaotic trickster god, becomes a very boring know-it-all named Well Actually. It's fucking hilarious. The show's great. Check out Dungeons and Daddies. That would make a good show. It'll never happen, but it would make a good show. Yeah. 
You got another one for us? Uh, yeah, man. I got I got two more. This one I'll, I'll keep it kind of quick All because right. uh, I I feel like it's the obvious pick or All whatever right. for comedy lovers. How obvious? It, very obvious. It's the Office anime. Jesus Christ! I can't be dealing with. That. Yeah, I Did mean, you? but could it be? You know what? I've seen several Office-based uh, anime that were very good. Okay. And they maintained to be very funny. Uh, sure. Watakoi, or is that the a name Gretzko. of it? Yeah. yeah. Watakoi. Yeah. yeah. Love a, is hard for a lot of A lot of really good ones that I've seen that you could set in an office place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They could probably, you know, give this show that 15-minute that treatment or whatever where it's not a full episode. Like Honda Sun stuff. Uh, yeah, or like a Gretzko pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think it could be a fun show that, oh, God, everybody almost would check out. Yeah, probably so. Did you see like it's pure actually, fucking money? I think they did a. It was The Office, but um, it was it was like a thing on Saturday Night Live, I think, or some some skit show where uh, it probably was SNL, where Ricky Gervais is on. And he's like, "Yes, a, a lot of you know that uh, The Office was originally a British show, but did you know that I actually got the uh, got the idea from a Japanese program? Uh, here's some clips, and it's literally just the real cast of The American Office, but in Japanese." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh shit's dumb. All right, I yeah. got one more. Uh and this one I I I was like, uh I could I could see this happening, but there's rumors that it might be getting an anime anyway. Uh basically a buddy of mine, a, a dude I used to work with a couple of years ago or a year ago, uh turned me on to this manga uh called Komi-san Can't Communicate, which I think I talked about previously on here very yeah. briefly. But rumor is it might be getting an anime, so hey, fingers crossed. Uh it's hilarious. It's basically just the story of this. She's she's the most beautiful girl in the school, and everybody loves her, and blah blah blah. And she's like the absolute princess. Uh, and she's the best. She's so good. She never talks to anyone. Everyone just thinks she's perfect because she's so beautiful. But she does not talk. She can't talk. She has crippling anxiety and can't talk to people. And so this dude, who's the only person who's ever actually tried to talk to her ends up becoming her first friend ever and now it's a show about him trying to help her get over her anxieties and actually be able to talk to each other it's very very cute she's often stylized like you know they do little blobby faces like when someone when it's zoomed out or whatever from the character she's stylized like that but with these giant eyes like mm -hmm. a freaking chihuahua like she's just terrified and looking around it's very cute very funny uh that's a great manga if you want something to read but also if it does end up getting made into an anime neat uh, very episodic style in that manga, so I don't know how that's really going to translate unless they just do it straight up episodic sure. style. But yeah, shit's hilarious. We've seen stuff like that work well in the past too. Yeah, it's man. Horibochi. Yeah, yeah. Um, even going on this season with uh, Horimiya. Yeah, sure. Great show. Totally. All right, you got one more. I got one more, man, and it would be uh, an anime styled around either the universe or you know the first movie, something like that. It would be Alien. Okay. Um. I think having a very graphic, almost blue gender as like a better blue gender. <laughs> well, you didn't like blue gender. I did like blue gender, but blue gender has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, and it's not the best anime, you know, like I wouldn't even put it in my top sci-fi, but uh, a, the opening song is a banger English or Japanese and B the show itself is fun, but alien. What I really like about alien is that it's the first real sci-fi horror movie in my yeah. opinion yeah uh there were obviously other movies about aliens war of the worlds and stuff which people would consider yeah, horror. but like this was a true monster movie mm -hmm. set aboard a ship 
as this thing was stalking and killing all the crew members on board. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, you know, the uh, the head of the the ship or whatever, the main character of the show, Ripley. Mm -hmm. uh, she's an awesome, strong character. Oh yeah, Ripley kicks uh, ass. Yeah, she whips a little ass. I would love to see her in anime form. I would love to see a very graphic, visceral version of an of an alien stalking these crew members and essentially, you know, killing them Sick. until until you know. Think uh think like this. Um Astro Lost in Space. Sure. But, but there's was an, an alien, alien on the ship. Like they that show even had like a traitor. Yeah. But now we're talking like literal alien. We got a death killing, you know, destroying alien on the ship, Ooh. creeping throughout the vents. And that stuff. would be pretty sick. Yeah. I think it would make for a really good, you know, a great twelve episode sure. series. And then you get Alien versus Predator, and then they do the Predator anime, so you get the backstory on Predator. You oh know what? dang. You, and they can do it right. They can do it big, <laughs> and they can do it right. So I would be, I'd be real into an alien anime. That would I think, be I think wild. it would be a fun property to work with. Yeah, I think man. there are a lot of great properties over here that if, if licensed, and and they did do some stuff with like Marvel. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was there's an X Men the anime. They, yeah. they did the the DC. They did the Batman Ninja mm -hmm. thing. That was pretty sick. Uh, Wolverine was also an anime. Sure. Uh, I think there were a couple more Marvel ones. Um, I don't remember Probably. what all. Uh, they were all forgettable. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch any of them. Yeah, Iron Man had one. Um, Can't be yeah, it was. I I didn't care for them, but uh, I really would like to see some of these things. I think they're good ideas. Yeah, man. All right, sick nasty. Um, yeah. I think that about does it this week. This uh, was a fun episode. Roger, do we know what we're doing next week? <laughs> we actually do. Can you How believe about it? that, Mike? I know I can't really, but Doctor Stone is wrapping up. Oh, damn. So, Dr. Stone, The Stone Wars, next week, next time, we are doing an official review of it. Yes, and we will emphasize next time because we can't guarantee we'll be here next week. But yeah. probably. Yeah, but probably. Probably. We're trying for it. We're trying for it. But, yes, uh, that's the plan. Uh, if you haven't been watching Dr. Stone, catch up, check it out. It's, it's making some move. Again, Dr. Stone was not, like, my favorite of the series. Uh when it was in season one or even now there's other ones that i'm like i'm he can't into. stand he can't stand him in his, his yee ass haircut i don't like his dumb ass haircut i hate <laughs> his haircut i wouldn't call it yee ass but it is dumb as hell um but yeah we'll talk about it i'm into this season i'll say yeah. um it's a good time yeah uh one final mention uh if you guys or gals listen to this episode and you enjoyed it please let us know in the comments yeah dude which properties you would pick Oh yeah, absolutely. Hopefully I want to hear about all your stuff. Suck them all up, all your ideas. Me and yeah, Brandon didn't take all of them. There is, but there, I would love to know what y'all think. This absolutely. seems like a really fun question to ask an audience. And yeah, dude. See how many different answers you get and how they would do it. Give us a nice, big, detailed comment below. Uh, we will definitely read all of them, respond to them. Uh, excited to know what you guys guys think. Uh, absolutely. E email us. Email us if you have to. If you're listening on the audio mm -hmm. form, all the plugs will be in the description, yep. of course. And I think that's about it for this episode, man. Unless you got anything else to say. Not really. But we're going to bust on out of here then. Uh, into the ramble? Yep. Yeah, we're going to do Short a ramble. ramble. We'll do a little ramble. Uh, but I think that about does it. Again, full uh, plugs in the description. We'll have the full plugs at the end of the show. But I think that about does it. Yep. And love you. Love you. And we're in the ramble. ramble. All right, big boy. All right, big boy. All right, man. Hey, fun is one of the funnest episodes I think we've done. That was pretty. That, was, that was that was good, dude. That was a good one. Motherfucking teenage mutant ninja turtles. You yeah, dude. A... I mean, I don't know how you didn't think that I chose it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I just don't. 
I just tried not to think. I got the Technodrome looking at us every single recording. I just tried not. I didn't even know that was from that. I just tried not to think about Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he's got this big ass thing with an eyeball on top of it. I guess I just didn't know it was from Ninja Turtles. It's what? Got a, it's got a foot on the front of it on the door, so I guess that makes a lot of sense. It's got Krang right next I to it. I see Krang next to it. Is that his name, Krang? Yeah. All right, it's got Krang. Honestly, all I do you is really I, you're not familiar with the Technodrome. I'm not. All I do is I look up at that shelf and I see that weird ass Gohan, who from this angle does not appear to have a nose, and I'm just, I'm just weirded out. <laughs> I'm just weirded out, man. Dude, you know what? If you're weirded out this way, look that way. You'll see something you'll enjoy. Oh, boy, titties. <laughs> he pointed over toward the uh, Domestic Girlfriend Special Edition. This is got to make it to every This episode. is maybe our longest-running gag, uh, is how much <laughs> you love to taunt But is me it actually a gag? And, and upset me with the Domestic Girlfriend Special Edition. All right, well, it's basically porn. All right, um, Roger, <laughs> Roger. I have a question that burns within my very yeah. soul, and I must have the answer to it. Roger, what have you been watching? I didn't watch a lot this week, but I did catch up on stuff. All right, tell me about it. So the animes that I did catch up on, uh, I'll save my my final one, the best one for last. Okay. But, uh, of course, Dr. Stone. Okay. I've caught, except for this week's episode, which just aired, uh, mm -hmm. I, I've seen all of it. I'm back up to current. Of Well, at the point was current, which uh, last thing I saw was there was a pack being formed a yeah. truce if you will mm -hmm. um a really fun episodes man really really wild action scenes i would have liked to see just a little more action yeah uh but overall i still am really enjoying the show i'm excited to review it next week we'll talk more about that then okay um next i caught up on jujutsu kaisen aside from today's episode which as of this recording uh, fridays is when the episode releases boy did i freaking so i started at the very last episode of the main fight in the woods mm -hmm. and then uh after that you got the baseball episode mm. which was fucking hilarious i love the baseball episode it's so good even the episodes that are not crucial to the story they're just so damn good that yeah. show doesn't stop being good i love how like the robot guy got fucked up in the actual yeah. thing so they were like yeah this is his spare body that's a pitching machine no yeah. no no what's a pitching machine mekumaru this is mekumaru look at him yeah that's him right there look he's got his little <laughs> symbol on right there look it's pretty good man you know, that motherfucker you know is just sitting in a tub somewhere like i'm bored like <laughs> holy shit but, um dude the the uh the fight the in the woods or whatever with uh, the the tree so guy. Sick. Oh my god! So sick. God Almighty! I couldn't. I can't hand every time. Fucking. Uh, I, I. I'm never gonna remember any of these names. But every time, fucking dude with the dreads is on the screen. I just fall in love with him more. Uh, it's, it's like Toro Goro. Uh, Goro. It's it's not a very long name. Yeah, it's very. It's like two syllables. Yeah. But um, that motherfucker has a mind palace. Are you kidding me? He literally, within the span of .0001 seconds, has a thought like, I'm going to block these things with my spirit energy, and then bing into his mind, where his dream girl comes to him and says, hey, think about this. Are you really sure that's a great idea? Remember this and that and blah, blah, blah. That's possible. This is happening. But what's more likely? And then he realizes, oh, within that .001 seconds, just chilling out in his mind palace. Toto is his name. That's it. That, Toto. that he, in fact, should not be using his spirit energy. And that's what saves his ass. Yeah. Fucking amazing. 
Yeah, it's this, wild this just how, how smart they wrote this guy. I, and I'm also, in love with him. I'm in love with him. <laughs> it, you know who's not in love with him? Every character in the show. Yeah, Apparently they all hate him. They can't stand He's just so crazy and weird. And then he fucking, he just starts yeah. chasing. Itadori's trying to get away from him. Oh, my God. I'm not your bro, man. I know. It was a little oh, weird. Dude. Like, and when uh, when Goto and Itadori are on the... the I think Itadori's... No, Goto's up to bat or whatever. And they have the conversation about pitching and catching. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> dude, it's so fucking funny. What I'm not even I'm not even certain that they were intending it to be as funny as it was. Oh my god, it is hilarious. Because man. of the, the, the innuendo in in at least America that is implied. Oh yeah. No, I th it's, I think we know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, I love it, man. Show is absolutely absurd. Freaking love it. love it. Yeah. Can't wait for the next episode. Can't wait for the next season to be here already. Yeah, dude. Needs to get here. Uh, what else you got? Uh, the final thing that I want to talk about is mm -hmm. uh, When They Cry Gal. All right. Hit me with it. Uh, so pretty pretty exciting uh, conclusion to the series. Uh, a whole lot of answers. It, it's crazy how close it is to the original being a sequel. The way that the pacing or whatever you do find out what's going on or who's causing the the disruption that brought Rika back earlier than you do find out kind of what's going on in the original series. Mm -hmm. But the way that they stopped the series is very similar to how they stopped the original series to go into the next season, leaving you on a massive cliffhanger like, well, fuck, I got some answers, but I need more. Um, and they announced, hold on, I'm going to get the name of it for you. If I can spell they on my computer, uh, <laughs> they announced a new season coming out. So it ended on a massive cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Nothing was announced before this that mm. that there was anything coming out really until the very end there. But um, let's see if I can pull up the name of the new one right now. When They Cry Gal was the one that we just finished, which started out as When They Cry New. And then in the second episode, they switched the title to Gal, uh, which is Japanese for karma, I believe. Hmm. Um, and then the new one is called uh, Satsu. And apparently, if if you take the, the word or the kanji or whatever for Gal and Satsu and put them together, it's graduation. Hmm. Now, I'm not sure what Satsu means, but uh, pretty cool, man. So I'm thinking that after the amount of information that we got and the way the show is going, I doubt they're going to do a movie. I don't know that a movie would be able to wrap everything up. I'm guessing that uh, Satsu is going to be a half series. Okay. It's going to be uh, 12, 12 episodes or whatever, and that'll probably give them enough time. Oh, my God. It's very good, though. All right. Um, and... God, they at a certain point they turned the violence up to like fucking not eleven, like fifteen. Jesus, like God, it was weird seeing you know a scene where they essentially blurred a stab sequence, mm -hmm. but then the just the sheer amount of blood that God. has gone throughout the series, um, changes in the endings. There were like brief changes, like little minor changes in the opening or whatever as the show progressed. Another really cool, fun thing to watch out for. Mm. Uh, a new character got introduced that uh, I still is one of the biggest mysteries. I'm dying to know what this character is. Okay. But uh, man, a really fun show. If if any of the good buddies here 
have been following along with when they cry if they watch the original and they're going in through uh through gal i would love to hear what y'all think and maybe i'll maybe i'll sit down behind a microphone and do my own quick take on here so brandon doesn't have to watch the whole thing yeah. because he certainly would need to see the first series now in my opinion yeah uh it would be very fucking helpful to see the first series um and that was that was the point of it they came in with new and they did the first episode to be pretty much a scene for scene recreation of the original show uh the original first episode with the title new and then at the very last scene you get rika with the glowing eyes mm -hmm. to show you that something at least is a little different and then the next episode gal or whatever showing signalizing it took me a little bit to pick up on this but it signals that hey this isn't a, a remake right. this is a direct sequel yeah gotcha and it's it's fun too because for whatever reason in the show the show got brought back uh out of nowhere as rika got brought back into the time loop out of nowhere rika throughout the whole show uh pretty much till the very end does not know why she is looping again she was well beyond the loop on her way with her life mm. so mm, damn dude it's fun the All writing right. is cool i love it i really All like right, the show sounds pretty wild yeah yeah and uh that's about it for what i've been watching i mean i need to catch up on hori mia i need yeah, to catch do. up on a few things yeah um, you do but i had enough time to really you know i've allotted myself to get through those and hopefully i'll be caught up this week uh but given with all the different recordings and live streams and stuff that we've been doing has been sucking up a bit of the extra time that i have while i'm home but that's good because i wanted to go to the channel anyway yeah dude so yep Brandon, what have you been watching that you would like to talk about? Oh, a little bit of stuff. Mostly the same things. You know, you know, you know. You know. But uh, let's see here. So, first of all, let's let's start with uh, stuff that is on the Verve uh, or Crunchyroll or whatever. Still haven't caught up on Heaven's Design Team. Um, I mean, I plan to, but I don't know, man. Time I got reincarnated, sign, still making moves. Uh, don't want to talk too much about it because you haven't caught up, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm a spider. So what? That show continues so to actually do stuff. So I'm a spider. So what? Um, kind of, kind of getting into some weird timey wimey stuff here, cause like there's a bit where we see we time looping. Not really time looping. No, but like stuff's getting weirder. First of all, they introduce like a character shows up pretty much out of nowhere uh to check out the spider because they're like something very powerful is down here. What's going on? Cause the spider's getting op now. Uh, and then that person is speaking a language that the spider doesn't understand. The spider's literally like, hey, I don't speak isekai. Help me out. And then the person just whips out a literal smartphone, calls someone who is then talking to her in Japanese. And she's like, um, what? <laughs> so the th stuff's getting weird. And then on the human side of it, we have like the rest of the school who like, you know, got isekai into like normal ass people who have powers and whatnot and magic. And like they they find out what's happening. Uh, something's going on there. And then this one guy's like, oh, it's just like that time 15 years ago. And he has a flashback where they are fighting a spider. And then after that fight, it cuts back to our spider protagonist who's like, oh, I can't believe those guys came in here and did all that. So I was like, wait, so we're watching her stuff 15 years ago? I'm a little lost. I'm not I'm not totally sure. I might have missed a line or two in there. But yeah, stuff's getting weird. I don't know. We'll see what's happening. I don't know. 
Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. We already talked about it a little bit. Can't talk about it too much, but yeah, it's rad. Um, Dr. Stone, I am all the way caught up on. I did see that episode that I think went up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. Boy, oh boy. Gotta check that one out, Roger. Uh, Quintessential Quintuplets keeps on rolling. Um, that one, uh, they're getting more and more close to just straight up. Like, at this point, more almost all of the girls are like just straight up telling dude that like saying no we're we're into this dude and now they're kind of fighting over him and whatnot so it's a big question of like who's gonna win or whatever um and then there's one bit where like the whole thing the whole thing freaking goes back to when dude was a kid and he met this girl who he found out was a quintuplet and he more or less fell in love with her that was his first love when he was very young uh, out here and so the school trip is going to that same place and uh one of the girls finds uh the picture of him and that girl that they took together and she's like holy shit holy shit like she's figuring out what's going on and so this whole time they're on this trip all this stuff's happening and blah 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 and she's trying to make him remember that moment so that like and it's like okay so was that her in the picture it must have been her in the picture that's why she's trying to get him to remember this blah 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 and then we get to the end of the episode and like she's taking a picture that girl who knows what's up is taking a picture of him with one of the other girls and or no she's got one of the girls taking a picture with her and him like maybe this will remind him maybe this will remind him and then he's like ah whatever he like walks off to go do something and then the girl who took the picture her sister not saying which one or anything tells her hey what's going on what what are you what's wrong with you why are you being so weird and she says you need to tell him that's you in the picture. And so now we know who it was that he fell in love with. Now, whether or not that's the girl he'll end up with, I don't know. We'll find out. But, um, you know, I had a theory. Do you think it's the girl that he'll end up with? I had a theory uh, a while ago mm-hmm. and that I talked about briefly, and I am feeling confident. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Other than that, um, I won't say too much more there in case anybody out here is actually checking it out. But yeah, it's fun time. Um, I'm surprised by how much I love that. I'm enjoying that show. Another one I'm surprised I'm, en- I'm enjoying so much is Kimono Jihin. Uh, I, every every week, I'm a little surprised that I'm still into this one. Um, I'm surprised too with the hair, with hair and glasses dog, like you that. Watch, you watched one episode. Give it like two more and see how you feel. It you won't. Suck my I, know you won't. I know you won't watch it. You're a trash boy. <laughs> um, oh, I mentioned that I was going to talk about this. So another podcast that we gave a shout out to previously uh what's your excuse uh some folks we know here in town do a podcast uh they're part of a what is it what's the network rogue media network rogue media network out of waco so good for them little free shout out y'all owe us a nickel um so take our ninja turtles idea okay oh they just might (laughs) not the pizza slice of life um but yeah uh they did a show on their latest episode was about japanese folklore and they actually spent some time uh as they always do, just bullshitting around, not unlike us. Uh, and they were also talking about like uh, one of the one of the ladies on there, Caitlin, was talking about anime she enjoys and a fanfic she read about one of those animes that made her cry very hard. Uh, I guess I really need to watch Haikyuu because everyone keeps talking about oh, it. Oh, dude, I sell that book like fucking crazy. Dude, Haikyuu's crazy popular. Everybody loves it. I gotta watch fucking Haikyuu. I guess. Um, anyway, they did an episode about. Um, Japanese folklore and it was like uh one of them's like straight up urban legend uh Hashaku-sama 
which is this tall, creepy lady who's often compared to Slender Man. She's very tall. She wears all white. She's got long, crazy hair. And apparently she's going to find you and murder you. That's how she works. Uh, that character shows up in Other Side Picnic, the show that I did fall off of. I might try to uh, pick it back up now. Um, and the other one thing they talked about was, uh, I forget the name, um, Yuki Ona, the snow woman, which we find out uh, one of the characters in Kimono Jihen, the uh, young man who is mistaken for a girl by the main character and is very cute and pretty, uh, is actually a basically a male Yuki on, uh, Ona, a Yuki Ono, uh, he refers to himself as. So you find out what uh, that person's deal is and their twin brother shows up and basically is going nuts with the ice powers homie pulls a full-on elsa and just makes an ice castle for his brother and then locks him in is like you don't go anywhere and he goes outside and there's a bunch of people they're like wow an ice castle hey we're with the news can we talk to you they get the fuck out of here and tries to freeze them all <laughs> this kid is going nuts it's kind of rad uh but that's coming on jihin pretty fun we'll see where that one goes uh horimiya can't talk about because you haven't watched it you need to catch up skate the infinity uh is making some moves that this is the third show this season that has had a recap episode recap episode was fine but like everybody's doing the recap episode this season uh including skate the infinity and the next one i'll talk about promise neverland is not bad i don't hate it it is really feels like they're really rushing now like okay. they had the big time jump and now it just feels like they are really, really rushing things. Um, but there's not that much left in this season, I don't think. So, oh boy, I guess we'll see what happens. At this point, I'm more curious, curious as to why they made the decisions and went the direction they went in. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious about it. You know, I was thinking about that, and it's like, you know, it feels like... I feel like they must have known what, like, how fast it's moving and stuff that, like, people would be upset about it. And I was like, well, maybe they're going to do, like here's this season because like literally there's there's some jumps in here where it's like you find out what happened like this character is now in this position it's like all right how did that happen because the last time i saw that character was very different and then there's other stuff that's like literally you have the end of an episode where like uh this person appears to be doing something very devious very very like oh you're this is bad what you're doing you're gonna like ruin everything and then, like, the beginning of the next episode, immediately is like, haha, got you. It was a joke. It was a trick. And it's like, the leaps they're making are very, very quick. Um, it does feel like they could do, like, a whole, maybe not a season, but, like, a movie that's like, here's how this character got to that position. Like, you literally could do that. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's like, maybe know. they're going to slot some OVAs. Yeah. And movies that's what in I was there. thinking. Like, here's. Here, like, here's a movie, here's an OVA, here's this thing that like would go between these episodes almost. Like you could do that. I don't know if that's what's gonna happen. It definitely moving. I, th I still think you 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 should watch it and everything. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I just do not know. Um, but yeah, Promise Neverland making making some moves clearly. And lastly, uh, last but farthest from least, again, my personal favorite this season, Wonder Egg Priority. Can't tell you nothing. You got to watch it. Okay. It's rad. Uh, it's doing stuff, and it's wild. It's fucking wild. Yeah, particularly this last one. I mean, I can't tell you anything, so I won't, but yeah, yeah. 
Dude. 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 It's not like what a butterfly head. I don't even know, man. It's wild. <laughs> Homie's got a butterfly head. I will I will give you one little taste just because this is the tiniest spoiler. Can I give you a tiny spoiler? A very tiny one. A very tiny one. Um homegirl who is often mistaken for yeah. a boy. If if one of those do uh, those little animals actually die, please let me know. Spoil that for me. Well So, so I'll stop watching it now. So homegirl who um who is often mistaken for a boy. Yeah. Uh she gets asked out on a date. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I can't believe it. And she gets her nicest dressed and she gets all dressed up. And she's looking all girly and pretty and she's ready for this date. And she goes to the date and the dude's like, oh, I thought you were a dude. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's so fucked up and sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And Roger... Look, man, I love you. You know I love you. If you're serious about what you said, go ahead and stop watching. No, dude. <laughs> no. No. Now listen, I don't I don't know. Listen, hang on. Listen. I don't know. Maybe they can pop them back in the little the little thingy and they're fine. One of them got fucked up real bad. No. By the haters? No. <laughs> By something far worse. Oh, dang it. Well, By I'll, something truly terrible. I'll just fucking die. I'll watch it and just fucking die myself. You'll Whatever. feel sad. You'll feel sad. I knew it, dude. I was like going through the social. I was like, I was like, you know, Brandon keeps saying this show is going to make him cry. It's not going to make me cry. None of this is, is going to affect me. And then they introduced the cute little animals. <sighs> and you were like, oh, no. Well, you fucking... It's a oh, swerve. No. Nobody's going to cry but me. It's a swerve. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I really I really want you to keep watching this show, though. I will, dude. I like okay. it a lot. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um, man, I, I do love that show. As, as uh, fucked up and sad and everything that it is, it is it's incredibly entertaining. Um, Certainly we'll get a review from us. Oh, yeah. The show's like stupid good. How many episodes do I have left? One or two? I think one or two. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah, let's we're check up it out. To, I mean, so I'm assuming, we'll know because if we need to go into that right after Doctor Stone, then that is what we will do. Yeah, I'm assuming it's uh, twelve episodes, and we're currently at ten. Was the last one? Uh, yeah, ten was the last one. So I'm guessing two more. Let me see if I can get a get a solid number on that. Yeah, let's see here. Dead air song. Dead air song. Wonder egg priority. Episodes will it be on my Google? Turn it on. There's the Wikipedia. It's super helpful. Episodes ten episodes. What the fuck? Why did you give me the amount of episodes? At least 11 episodes. At least 11. I'm guessing it's going to go 12, but I don't know. It might be 11. If it is 11, then hey, we'll get that review a week sooner. Um, but yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if it's just 11. Let's try one more search. Wonder Egg Priority. 
episode number of episodes. I'm not dead air, dude. I'm telling everybody what I'm doing right now. They're here with us. They're enjoying all this delightful banter between us. We're um, talking about it. It says Wonder Egg Priority is 10 episodes. No, that's just Google. And then oh, well, I'm wondering if it's not including the... Uh, oh, man. Well, there's a thing here that's talking about episode one, so maybe. Because if you take away one of them, it's a recap episode. Yeah, that's true enough. I don't know. There's no damn telling. Well, I guess we'll find out after next week. Yeah. So we'll do Dr. Stone, and if it does seem that Wonder Egg Priority is over, then we'll do that immediately after. Yeah, dude. We definitely could do that. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Why the fuck wouldn't we? And then soon after that, maybe a week later, we will have a whole new season in which we can do that super fun uh, Good Buddy Brandon's Mount Vibe check with the... Yeah, we might do an actual tier list and throw that on YouTube. Yeah. Why not? We'll figure it out. <laughs> I will need... I mean, ahead of time, I guess we don't have to talk about this here, but ahead of time, I will need a list of all of the animes you look so I can have the images ready to go. God... Can you imagine? Yeah. It's going to be a lot. Hell, I might make you help me with it, dude. That sounds you, like you call to work that day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like I, need to right. take a, I need to take a me day. Need, need, a, need me an extra day. Oh, I need sorry, to take me a diarrhea day. day. Jesus. I had a bad case of the rhea, y'all. Anyway, uh, I think that about does it. We did enough yeah. dead air in there at the end of the episode. I uh, want to give you a little bit of my dead air. Stop. This guy, he's a song machine. He can't yeah, not write wrote, We wrote a 30-second song yesterday, so oh I've been... Oh, my God. I got my bass out here. I played it for the first time in six years. Hit, hit I nailed that, that track nice, in one fucking try. Hit that real nice slide up at the end. Oh, no. Roger, no. Terrible. Anyway, that about does it for us. So thank you so... Oh, God, he's doing He's doing. Just keep going, dude. He's serenading us. I wonder if that's actually going to pick up. It probably will. Yeah, a little bit. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Good Buddies Anime Show. Uh, well, I appreciate. We just want to say we appreciate all y'all tuning in. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. You might be listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify even. Go ahead and leave us uh, as many stars as they'll allow you to because it sure would help you boys out. Also, you may be checking us out on Rapid Kick Media on YouTube. We sure do appreciate you giving us a thumbs we up. We appreciate <laughs> you. Sub subscription. <laughs> and a comment. Please subscribe. Letting us know what you think. Again, you know. Follow our podcast. Now, the ramble here you're listening to. I've got to stop with the voice. The ramble here you're listening to might not be around uh, for too much longer on uh, the YouTube side of it. Let us know if you want us to stick around. The ramble ain't going nowhere on the podcast side, though. Uh, just saving Roger a little bit of work, if not. But if y'all want it, we will keep doing it on the pot. Uh, More time for songs without that ramble being edited. Terrible. Anyway. <laughs> I can't deal with it. All right. Uh, thank you so much again. Uh, there's a number of ways you can hit us up to, if you want to interact with us in any way. We got the email, the Twitter, the Tumblr, the Facebook group. All of that's in the description. Wherever you're listening to this, just find that description. It'll have all the stuff. We're also on the, what? what is it, Discord? We're on the Discord. On the Discord. On the Discord, baby. Jesus. 
And uh, I think <laughs> that about does it for the regular plugs. We want to give a shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, for the opening theme on our show. Thank you guys so much. R.I.P. That band, they ain't around Thank no more. Thank you so much. But uh, they are on Spotify. That track, however, Paper Doll, our opening theme. I love you guys. Is only available on MaryWithSeaMonsters.BandCamp.com. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to our good buddy uh, Thomas Taste Better, aka Dungeon Witch, on on uh, YouTube for our closing theme for the review portion of the YouTube. I talked to him yesterday. That song's called "The Buddy's Good." <laughs> Thank you so much, Thomas Taste Better, on Instagram and Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Uh, we also want to give a shout out, of course, to our good buddy, a petty theft. That is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's the end. Papetti theft. <laughs> Thank you so much, Papetti theft, for our closing theme, uh, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, that's Papetti theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud at Papetti theft. I think that about does it for us here. Roger, I'm assuming you absolutely have one to take us out on. Yep. I think you said enough, sir. <laughs> I think you've said all you need to say. I don't think there's a thing in the world you could tell me that that guitar couldn't tell me is better. My God. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon.